Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving My Mind podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you again for listening to me. Thank you again for bearing with me on the YouTube channel. Um, There were meets I planned on going to, and it just didn't happen. Local car scene, they had their uh, their Western Saloon social um, out there by where the new K1 uh, go-kart track's going to be built at. But uh, I even bought the ticket. I added it in my calendar. Um, my brother ended up coming in and uh, wasn't able to make it out there. And so then it's funny because the following morning I had Riverside uh, Cars and Coffee out uh, there. I went, I'd never been and I wanted to try and it was on a Sunday that was open for me. Wasn't able to make that as well. And um, North County uh, SD Cars and Coffee, uh, they had theirs in, in the morning of. Didn't make that. I, there's three events that I could not make it to. I'm slacking, but my apologies. I will get back on the uh, horse as soon as I can. I even have my camera ready and everything. But unfortunately, the car content is just not there. Partly due because, you know, looking at some of the uh, the Instagram stories for these events, um, there was a good crowd, but not as packed as I expected, primarily due to the heat. We're in a big old big uh, heat wave. We got a couple of fires going on where we're at. So I think it's keeping a lot of people in um, and it's getting people out maybe towards the beaches, towards the uh, the coastal area. So uh, poor schmucks like me stuck uh, out here uh, surviving with the uh, with this heat and, and uh, wind. Uh, you know, that's what we can do. That's the best I can do is... Uh, just stay home and be a cater to my brother. Uh, I had to go pick up my coworker. Uh, she just came back from uh, uh, Yosemite and uh, Bass Lake and all that. And she has some wonderful pictures about that. But I had to go pick her up too. And uh, I got to take care of her because she helps me with all my lesson plans. <laughs> so uh, I got to put first things first, as we always like to say. But I'm officially on my first day of uh, break I get two weeks, so if you're watching on the YouTube, I got my beautiful uh, uh, Russian River uh, STS Pilsner, so cheers. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, So being able to day drink and relax, oh, I can't wait. Just got back from the dentist as well. Teeth are perfectly uh, good, clean, healthy, so... Time to mess them all up, right? <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'll, I'll get back on the card content. Uh, we got to keep track of this weather and, and uh, all the heat and all whatnot. So let's go straight into our topic today. Avoid DIY. Now you're saying to yourself, oh, come on, Mr. Mister Driving My Mind. You know, you've been uh, all about the, the common man and the common man has to be able to do his own stuff, his own DIY stuff. And hey, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I did a lot of my stuff growing up and, and uh, you know, learning and, and doing an internship. There's nothing, nothing wrong with DIY. But uh, I got this inspiration from an article I read on The Drive. And it mentioned about a, a, a guy who painted his wheels, who hasn't done that. Eric FK8 actually has a very good video on when he painted his, uh, I think it was his cousin's uh, Hyundai Veloster. Uh, they they did the, um, the the spray painting the wheels and they came out actually really nice. He has a good video and he did it right. But let me go back to this article. So this guy in a Nissan like Sentra or Nissan Altima, he, he spray paints his wheels 
while the wheels are on the car, meaning he also got like some of the spray can, the spray paint on his brake rotors and, and his brake caliper and all that. Like he just literally rattle can and boom, off he went. Well, the article said, and if you, you guys can find this, uh, if you take a look, I wish I had more time to be more professional and link the, the article and the video with the, with my podcast. Uh, sorry, uh, you're asking a little too much of me on that point. I'm not quitting my day job either. But um, he drives, looking fresh in his, uh, in his blacked out wheels now, goes to a stop sign, releases the brake, and the car won't move. Huh, interesting. He adds some gas. Huh, the car won't move. He literally got his paint and his wheels literally stuck. Okay, he had to literally be towed. The car didn't have enough power to get the paint unstuck. According to the article, it just, you know, between the heat cycle of braking and it just, it scorched the paint. And then when it dried, it just literally stuck to the pad material and and uh, the engine didn't have enough power to unbrake that. And I just thought to myself, what are people doing when it comes to DIY when they don't even have the means or like the, the withal of knowledge to think, hmm, I'm painting something. Maybe I should take it off the surface of, of, of my car, whatever's attached to my car, and do it out in a more appropriate environment. And so, you know, Shout out to that guy or gal. I, I hope that it wasn't a traumatizing experience. You know, I, I would thought that we would have a little more common sense <laughs> to if we're going to paint a wheel, take it off the car. But, you know, there's some DIY things that I would say with some of these modern cars, we just need to avoid. And so I'm going to go down the list. I only have three of them that, that I can really uh, make an argument for. But let me know if you disagree with me. Let me know if you have more. I'd love to hear about it. Talk to me about it. Comment. All that good stuff, right? So let's start with number one. Avoid DIY. I would say radios are one to avoid DIY or car stereo in general. And now you're saying to yourself, what? You're absolutely crazy. I, you know, I grew up and I did my own car stereo. That's how I got into the car scene. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree with you. That's how I got into it in my 92 Integra and my 2000 Accord V6. The first thing we did was rip out the stereos, put two 12s in the back, the whole nine and a half yards, component speakers all around. We did that stuff 20 years ago, okay, where we had DIN for the freaking radios, right, where we could put, you know, uh, a single DIN and a six disc changer or a double DIN with a screen or, you know, a single DIN and a DVD player, right? We had those opportunities where all the cars on the market were like DIN standard, right? Double DIN, single DIN. And once you got to about the mid to late 2000s, I would say at least 2010, I would say, that's where the, the the car manufacturers they would integrate all their dins into uh, more like flush looking. You know, they would start using the screens. I remember my my best buds, what O three or O five Altima. You know, it was completely flush, and he bought a stereo for it. And we we're like, dude, how are we gonna rip this out to put in your stereo and like convert it back to din, right? 
Um, and so we ended up having, you know, to start all the way from the armrest and work our way all the way up. You know, gone are the days of just, you know, you know, unscrewing the the, the four little uh, uh, Phillips head screws around the bezel of the of the car stereo, and then out comes it, and then boom, you're at you're already at the stereo. No, these car stereos are super complex, and they're starting to be integrated with like. You know, now with the fake engine noise, they're starting to be integrated with like the cars like CAN bus systems. So like you go and change the screens or you change you change the uh, the car stereo. And now, you know, your cruise control is not working. You're you got to check engine light for the uh, inability to for the CAN bus to connect each other. And, you know, you got speakers that aren't working and it's just nuts. These car stereos nowadays you know, are, are so complex and they're all integrated with part of the car. So I would say wholeheartedly car stereos are almost a thing of the past. Now there are some very, very passionate people that have worked their way around and, and the, the manufacturers like Clarion Alpine, they've come up with solutions for this CAN bus and they make the adapters and, you know, they got the harnesses that can make your cruise control work or they can clear out that check engine light or they have the, uh, the adapters that connect to your Bluetooth or, or your, your microphone audio. You know, the, the modern car stereo market has definitely grown and evolved with the modern car, but truth be told, man, DIY, I would just honestly avoid it or leave it strictly to the professionals because that scene has changed dramatically from 20 years ago. Um, you can't just get a, a, a deck and, and some components and two 12s and a capacitor and an amp any longer. It's more complicated than that because so many of the car systems are involved. DIY car stereo, stay away. Let me get another sip of my beer. <laughs> mm. So moving on. Number two for DIY to avoid window tint. I I still see people. Okay, when I worked at AutoZone working on paying my student loans, which unfortunately we got to start paying back on it. But hey, I was kind of expecting that. So another ten grand to go, and I'll be done. And I'm in a much fortunate position. But you know, I worked at AutoZone. I, I stayed. I worked there for two years on top of teaching, um, in order to just pay off my student loan debt. And um, we sold window tint there, obviously, and we had the, the kits and, and people would literally, especially down here, Southern California, people down here would totally buy the AutoZone special window tint. Like they were 1000% hoorah, gung-ho for it, did it on their own cars. And I was, I guess, happy to sell it to them. Uh, I don't get commission. So I was like, okay, we'll take your money, I guess. And dude, within like a day or two, or maybe after a weekend, if I worked like on a Monday or Tuesday, it would totally be brought back, returned. And of course they would say like, oh, it didn't work out or it didn't, you know, we couldn't do it right. And, uh, you know, they would, they would get, uh, their refunded if they had the receipt, you know, they, they'd, or if they didn't have the receipt, they'd get store credit. But it's just like anytime people bought that dumb tint, like, we knew it was going to come back. And I guess, you know, tinting is like a freaking art, okay? And it's it's uh, something that a DIY, yeah, you can YouTube university it and maybe it'll come out okay. 
But I'm telling you, especially with the SoCal heat, I mean, what, we're like 90 degree, 98 degree heat right now. Like, dude, I'm telling you, this AutoZone special tint or like just DIY tint that you do yourself is only going to last you like a season before it starts to bubble, before it starts coming apart, before it starts ruining your window regulators. Yes, I've seen that happen with some specific uh, type of Hondas that are very nitpicky when it comes to window tint and their uh, window regulators. I'm telling you, dude, this window tint, leave it to the professionals. You know, save a, a month's salary and and uh, just just get it done by a mobile tinter or or take it into someone that, that deals with it, okay? Because they'll have, you know, quality commercial product They'll have all the tools and they they will warranty their work. You go back to them within a uh, you know their warranty period and they'll they'll redo the whole thing for you. DIY tint, I've never seen it done properly. And you know, I've never learned to tint. I've seen some of the videos. Again, everyone thinks, oh, I can do it myself, it's easy, and it comes out looking like crap, or it just doesn't work after a, a rough summer season. I'm telling you. DIY tint, AutoZone special tint, stay away, <laughs> okay? And last but not least, and this may surprise, again, a few of you, but detailing your car. Detailing your car should be left to professionals, or you need to spend a lot of time learning how to appropriately do it. That's why we have the lovely friends at Detail Garage that are happy to tell you what to do, happy to sell you all the things you need. And they always have great specials, especially for their uh, <laughs> um, their cars and coffees. And trust me, they're not a sponsor. I don't have any sponsors. But, you know, detailing, you can easily take a beautiful car or, you know, you're going to inherit something that that's already in rough shape and you're going to make it worse. Okay, there is a process, there is a rhyme and reason to detailing, you know, all the way down to the cloths, the amount of pressure, and especially if you get into polishing and compounding, I mean, the sky's the limit, and now they have all these kits where it's like DIY ceramic coating, and I would be like scared S-less, like to think like, I'm going to do my own ceramic coating. You know you're going to screw something up. And you know that that's going to take, it's going to be super hard to polish that out if you have the uneven spots or if you have that rainbow effect, right, where like uh, you, you didn't apply it in an even coat. I, I'm telling you, dude, you know, ceramic coating is literally like a glass coating, an ultra, ultra fine layer of glass coating. And if you screw that up, if you have high spots, or you didn't appropriately treat the paint before you do the ceramic coating, like you are legit gonna screw up your your car's paint. Like I'm telling you, detailing. There's ever since I got like I went down the rabbit hole with it and did, watched every freaking YouTube video on it. Um, not only from chemical guys, but you know that that British guy or that Canadian dude that can actually speak like three languages. I forgot his name already. Um, freaking obsessed garage and all his high end stuff, dude. Um, detailing is a freaking art. Chicago Auto Pros. The way that they do it and learn it, it's almost like being a sushi chef, right? Like they have their their chefs that that want to learn to do sushi. I mean, the first two years, they're just washing rice and they're learning how to take care of rice and respect the fish, right? <laughs> I'm literally comparing car detailing to sushi chefs, but it, it is truly that much of an art form. And so 
for DIY, I mean, you know, if you're not going to do your due diligence for learning how to appropriately wash your car, save it for the professionals, dude. You have a better chance taking it to Juan Pablo at the gas station freaking meat grinder, um, you know, car wash, and they'll do a more appropriate and safe job than what some people could end up doing with just a bucket and some soap, man. Dude, I've seen people literally get just Dawn degreaser and just like freaking wash their car with it. With aid, there's nothing wrong if you're going to degrease your car, but you're stripping away any protectant and any stuff. I mean, you're going down to bare clear coat and paint. They'll just, they'll just Dawn dish their soap, their car, Looks good to me. And then they just drive off, no protectant, no sacrificial layer on it. And it's just like, dude, you, the next time you wash your car, it's going to look 10 times worse. You know, especially down here, especially with the wind and the high heat, all the sand kicking up. I mean, you're like mini sandblasting your car when you're driving around in Southern California with these uh, with these uh, winds and, and this heat and all the dirt that's being kicked up. I'm telling you. DIY car, you know, unless you just truly don't care about your car's paint, like my like my daily, my yellow truck, I, I can kind of care less. I wash it, but I, I just take it through the meat grinder. Um, for those that don't know, the meat grinder is those automatic car washes, right? <laughs> but there's my list. DIY car stereos, avoid it. It's too complicated with these modern cars. Leave it to the professionals. Window tint. Leave it to the professionals. Don't be that guy returning your DIY window tint to the, your local auto zone. And lastly, car detailing. You know, it's one thing to wipe down the inside of your interior, but I'm telling you, there's a true, true art form when it comes to detailing your ride. Oh, excuse me, the beer's coming up. There's a true art form to detailing your ride, which uh, you definitely got to uh, do your due diligence and learn, 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 which is wonderful that we have like Detail Garage and those kind of companies out here to to teach us and walk us through. Okay, so appreciate it. What is your list? Tell me about it. What are some things that we should avoid DIY? Let me know in the comment section down below. If you're listening on my RSS podcast, um, RSS feed, definitely check out uh, the podcast and the live uh, you know, recording with my GoPro on my YouTube channel, Your Ride and I. But I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. I hope you're enjoying your summer break. I can finally enjoy my summer break for a couple of weeks and then I'm going to go back to work. So we'll catch you guys on the next one. See ya.